This is Ozarks at Large. One of the most famous aspects of the University of Arkansas is the school's mascot for the athletic teams, the Razorback. The teams haven't always been the Razorbacks, the first nickname, the Cardinals, but that fierce pig is synonymous with almost all things U of A in some way. And there is that very famous story of how the mascot came to be, complete with a marker recounting the legend in downtown Fayetteville near the train station. But, well, that story may just be a story, a legend, a myth. Enter Charlie Allison, the executive editor of University Relations at the U of A, to dig deeper as he continues his Wednesday trips through University of Arkansas history in honor of the school's sesquicentennial. The word Razorback, believe it or not, did not start out as a conjoined suffix to the word Arkansas, much less as a reference to hogs. During the early 1800s, the term was used almost exclusively for the razorback whale, Balenoptera fissalis, better known as the finback or rocco whale. Later, the term began to be applied to any animal with a pronounced spine, such as gaunt horses and bowed-up bovine. Meanwhile, during that same period, feral hogs roaming the south were more often referred to as tonawandas, land sharks, or even land pikes. The earliest reference I could find referring to a feral hog as a razorback came in 1843 from a correspondent to the American agriculturist. He reported his success at using beets as feedstock for his breeding sows and store hogs, but he warned that, quote, a Berkshire will get fat where a razorback would starve. The correspondent made no attempt to explain what he meant by the word razorback. He clearly thought that his reading audience knew that a razorback was a feral hog and that they do not gain weight easily. Initially, most of the references to razorback hogs through the 1870s did not single out Arkansas for identification with the wild hog. The term was used for feral hogs throughout the southern United States. Folklore across the South maintained that the feral pigs roaming the forests were the descendants of European hogs brought to North America by Hernando de Soto during his ill-fated search for gold that ended here in Arkansas in the spring of 1541. The Arkansas writer Bob Lancaster was, was skeptical of this claim, so he searched through the reports from DeSoto's expedition and concluded that European pigs had indeed occasionally escaped from DeSoto's herds and that those hogs had been procreated. He wrote, quote, Ancestors of the Razorbacks scattered throughout the South, with no natural enemies to speak of and no shortage of acorns. The truth of whether the Razorback is a descendant of DeSoto's pigs is probably less important here than the fact that Arkansas enjoy the notion that these wild hogs of the woodland were descended from the stock of a conquistador, and that their ancestral porcine progenitors were roaming the Arkansas hinterlands some 66 years before the advent of Jamestown, nearly 80 years before the arrival of the Mayflower. You might say these were the first colonial interlopers of America. 335 years later, in 1876, the same year that the university's first graduates earned their college degrees, the city of Fayetteville held a, what they called a hog fair. It was organized to celebrate the substantial improvement of the stock of hogs in the county. A story in the Fayetteville Democrat said that the, quote, Razorbacks and hail splitters are rapidly disappearing and their places are being taken by a better class of stock. If that sounded a little defensive, it was because jokes about the Razorback hog had begun to spring up across the South in the 19th century. Early efforts to make fun of the Razorback hog had no attachment to Arkansas, but were rather simply poking fun at a funny animal. A Texan, for instance, told the tall tale of a Razorback hog that, quote, ate a stick of dynamite, blew up, 
broke all the windows in the house, wrecked the barn, killed two mules, and was a mighty sick hog. <laughs> Perhaps the simple euphony of combining the word Arkansas with the word Razorback was enough to bring the jokes to rest on what had previously been the bear state. The Arkansas writer Charlie Mae Simon boiled the descriptions down to their essence when she wrote a children's book in which the Razorbacks were the antagonists. She wrote, quote, Many a man would rather see a panther or a wildcat hanging around his farm than a herd of Arkansas Razorback hogs. Lean, lanky, and hungry all the time, they could out-eat any animal that ever lived, and they still didn't weigh enough to leave their footprints where they walked. Their snouts were as long as walking sticks and their backs as sharp as razors. They were so thin it took two of them standing together to cast a shadow. If one was by himself, he'd have to stand up twice. Well, a train traveler from Kansas City passing through Arkansas drew a straight line between the state and the feral hog. He wrote, quote, We were curious to know just what this state was that we had reached, which man had so neglected. But not until there loomed in view that historical animal with its long nose and razor back were we assured we were travelers in Arkansas. Another writer passing through Little Rock wrote, The only living being that I saw all day that seemed to have a move on him was uh, this razorback hog. He rooted in the ground with an energy that showed that his environments had not paralyzed his energies and made him the lazy, shiftless being that his two-legged fellow citizens seemed to be. <laughs> By the end of the 19th century, the Razorback was no longer the butt of the joke, but often the measure of disdain for others. A newspaper editor in Kansas, for instance, looked for every measure of condescension he could find to describe a rival editor. He wrote of his competitor, quote, for over two long years, he has been like a festering sore, a leech, a vampire, or fungus absorbing the lifeblood from the body politic. He endeavors to pay his bills about as much as the devil works to save lost souls. He is absolutely without good principles. He does not look men in the face, but hangs his head like a brute. His mind is as pure and his brain of the quality of a putrescent cabbage. If he had been created a dog, he would be a cowardly, sneaking, snapping yellow cur with his tail between his legs. If he had been created a hog, he would be an Arkansas Razorback. <laughs> During the first decade of the 20th century, though, the jokes deriding Arkansas and Razorbacks were about to come to an end. Like other peoples that became saddled with an offensive derogatory term, Arkansasers, starting with the students at the University of Arkansas, took hold of the Razorback sobriquet and didn't let go. In 1909, the University of Arkansas football team went undefeated, led by the university's first full-time coach, Hugo Bezdek. The team thrashed regional powerhouses such as the University of Oklahoma and Louisiana State University. Halfway through the season, the University of Mississippi was so cowed that they sent a telegram to Bezdek to say that they would forfeit their game rather than come to Fayetteville as planned. According to popular legend, after the late-season game against LSU, Coach Bezdek told a crowd of fans and supporters that his boys had, quote, played like a wild band of Razorback hogs. The crowd liked the sound of that, so the story goes, and they understood the inherent traits of the Razorback. Lean, fast, ferocious. So soon, the Razorback was the newly adopted mascot. That's how the legend goes. Truth be told, the team was referred to as the Razorbacks in print and by students as early as 1905, three years before Bezdek came to Arkansas. And they were frequently called the Razorbacks in stories and headlines throughout the 1909 season, well before the LSU game. To be honest, I could find no mention of the story about Bezdek and the wild band of Razorbacks in the newspapers and published sources during 1909. Not in the Memphis papers where the game was played. Not in Little Rock where the team stopped for a big celebration. 
and not in Fayetteville where a parade was waiting for the returning heroes. I couldn't find any mention of the story at all until 1977, so nearly 60 years after it was purported to have happened. There is no doubt, however, that 1909 was the year that the university students and the athletic teams embraced the Razorback as a mascot. Within a couple of years, the baseball team's jerseys included the silhouette of a lanky Razorback pig. And by 1913, Edwin Douglas had written the words for a new fight song that included Razorback as part of its lyrics. Two years later, the yearbook changed its name from the Cardinal to the Razorback. Today, of course, the Razorback is the emblem that draws all Arkansans together. It had started with that 1909 game, but built through the 20th century to 1964 when the football team completed its second undefeated season. Like the goddess Circe, the head football coach at the time, Frank Broyles, managed to turn every Arkansas man, woman, and child into a hog when his team claimed the national championship on January 1st, 1965. Ever since, the Razorback has become ubiquitous in all manner of form, from hog hats to license plates, from high art to baubles and trinkets, from hundreds of porcine-named restaurants to hundreds of millions of t-shirts. In 2018, an epic statue titled Wild Band of Razorbacks was unveiled outside Reynolds Razorback Stadium. A passel of six bronze Razorback hogs are depicted running, leaping, and jumping over a rugged landscape with water gushing out from underneath them. The myth, in this case, is clearly winning the day. To paraphrase a quote often attributed to Mark Twain, again without any sources, the Razorback myth can travel halfway across the state of Arkansas before the truth can strap on its football helmet. <laughs> Woo Pig Suey. Charlie Allison is the executive editor of University Relations at the University of Arkansas, and almost every Wednesday this year, he's delivering a bit of history about the U of A as the school celebrates 150 years of existence. You can find out more about the University of Arkansas's sesquicentennial observations and celebrations by navigating toward 150.uark.edu. A little bit more about the Razorback as a mascot it's rare, but it is not completely unique to the University of Arkansas. There are at least two high schools that use the Razorback as a mascot. Texarkana, Arkansas High School mascot is the Razorback, as is the Panama, Oklahoma High School mascot in eastern Oklahoma. For several years, there was a basketball team in the National Basketball League in Australia, the West Sydney Razorbacks, but they closed down in 2009. There are at least two American football teams in Europe that, at least at one point, were the Razorbacks, one in Denmark and one in Germany. And for those of you who are especially into trivia and Razorbacks, the high school in the movie version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the mascot, the Razorback. This is Ozarks at Large.